HVAC 360, episode number 56. Schneider Electric. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of HVAC 360. I am your host, Matt Nelson. Uh, this week, we're con- going to continue our tour of the AHR Expo at Dallas, Texas, here in 2013. Uh, you know, one thing I like to do with these these recordings from the AHR Expo, I kind of like to give you, you know, if you never get a chance to go to the AHR Expo, at least you kind of get the feel and the, the vibe of the place. Um, you know, you're sitting there talking to somebody and, you know, there's conversations kind of going on all around you. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, get these people off in a booth somewhere. I'm kind of always being, you know, jostled to, to move my my bag and stuff like that. Um, and we're trying to get a, a look at different things. So I just kind of give you that perspective. And, and uh, I think it's really cool that, you know, you get to, you get to uh, be there. So, um... Also, hey, uh, you know, one thing I was I was wondering about, did anybody, you know, if you were at the HR Expo, uh, anybody see me in my HVAC 360 shirt? Uh, this is uh, the second time that I've actually worn my shirt uh, out to the HR Expo, and I know it's kind of like seeing a, a needle in a haystack, but um, I was uh, wearing my shirt, sporting my shirt, trying to, uh, trying to promote the cause here at HVAC 360. And uh, I wondered if anybody uh, anybody saw me. So if you did, uh, I would really appreciate, and I thought I'd be tickled to death if you would uh, uh, drop me a line at matt at buildingx.co. If you did, I'd love to hear from you. So now this week, we are talking to Kathleen Hemming. Uh, she is the Director of Building Management Systems and Commercial Marketing over at Schneider Electric. Now, that uh, one of, I guess what they were releasing uh, this week was what they call smart structure. Um, and that was something that was, you know, I kind of got a, a little bit of a, a understanding of what it was before the show, but you kind of, you know, you kind of get in uh, during our conversation, you'll get to the point where you, I, there was something I missed that was kind of really crucial. Uh, and that was the fact that this is this is actually a building automation system, complete soup to nuts, uh, which was it really caught me flat footed uh, through through the interview. But uh, I mean, it just makes this product all that more exciting. I think uh, if if I were giving out little gold stars for the most innovative thing that I saw there, probably have to uh, give this uh, probably a, a big thumbs up, a big old star. For the show, out of all the people I interviewed, I think this was probably the most exciting uh, for me to uh, to, to kind of get to know. Um, so, anyway, let uh, let us just go and uh, hear from Kathleen as we talk about smart structures. So, let's go and cut to the tape. All right, we're on the uh, the floor of the AHR Expo here in Dallas, 2013. Uh, we're standing here with uh, Kathleen Hemming, who is the director of commercial marketing uh, of the uh, the building management system and building uh, building business. Yep, very long title. How are you doing, Kathleen? I'm doing well. How are you, Matt? I am doing very well. Thank you. So, 
we're at Schneider Electric. I should I should have said that in the beginning. Schneider Electric. If somebody doesn't know about Schneider Electric, what what's kind of your uh, you know five minutes of, or uh, my, fifteen seconds? My your fifteen elevator second stuff. elevator pitch. Well, yeah. Schneider's too big to talk about in fifteen seconds. But Schneider is a world leader in power solutions and energy efficiency. We organize offers around power management, process and machine management, IT room management, building management, which is the division I represent, as well as security management. Excellent. Now, I mean, you had the, the big announcement today. What was, what was that? Our biggest announcement was we are revealing in the U.S. market the launch of our new next generation building management system, Smart Structure. Smart Structure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, what can you tell me about Smart Structure? Uh, Smart Structure is a new building management system that um, provides kind of a unique architecture. We um, have full support for all of the open industry protocols like LAN, BACnet, Modbus, all natively built into a single box, our automation server. We also um, are developed on the foundational core of Schneider Electric's EcoStructure architecture. Okay, so you got smart structure, you got eco-structure. I, I, I feel a theme coming on here. Mm, so how exactly does, does that fit in? I mean, what, what is, what is eco-structure and how does it relate to smart structure? It's a good question. So eco-structure is an integrated system architecture that Schneider Electric has developed to sit at the core of all of our offers and services. And it enables interoperability between the various different offers in those domains. So power management, distribution process the machine. We have actually in the other side of the Schneider booth here um, HVAC retrofit equipment that is actually integrated quickly, easily, and seamlessly into our smart structure building management system. Okay. So so it's um, shop shop floor to top floor, boiler room to board room, I mean, you know, lots of marketing things, but it's the ability to go from the lowest level of your facility to the highest level and manage your energy consumption and optimize performance. Okay, so the, getting back to the smart structure, what, what does it do? Smart structure is a, it's a building management system in the traditional sense, okay. and it allows you to monitor and control all of your HVAC equipment. It also um, provides you with the ability to, to analyze that data coming up so that you can go back and optimize again and identify where you might have issues that you're going to have to go you know, manage at a local level. In addition, it provides a lot of um, technology that enables you to analyze at a higher level for energy consumption. So you can do trending reports that maybe benchmark a building's performance with another building's performance and identify and allow you to, um, again, look for different ways to manage your energy. Now, that, I mean, that was one of my questions that I, that, I, that I had coming into this because, you know, I'm like, I see smart structure and sometimes you see solutions like this and they kind of sit on top of the building management system. But this, you're saying this, this is, is, is a building, building management system. It's a this building is, management system and an integration platform. Right. So, so it not only will integrate all of the various other systems you have in the building, it will actually perform the direct control as well. So you've actually created the system with the optimization in mind as opposed to having a system and then retrofitting a solution on this. Correct. Now, th- I mean, obviously this is a pretty big step, you know, for, for Schneider. I, I didn't realize that it was, it, it was a complete solution. 
you're going up, up against you know well-established brands. What you know what what was the purpose of doing it now? What, what well, and I'd like to I'd like to think that some of those well-established brands are Schneider brands right. in the building management. We have Andover Continuum. We have the IA Series product line. We have. Um, several, five or six today, that are global offers. And when we developed our smart structure solution, we developed it with an idea of being able to help those customers who've already invested in those brands Mm -hmm. transition seamlessly. So it's almost an upgrade for them rather than I have to go out and rip out and replace all of their existing equipment. So we'd say this would be backwards compatible to all the existing and over and the, the other systems. All of our existing product lines that will be able to come in. There's a seamless transition path that will be released for each one of those product lines over the next year, year and a half. Well, that, that is huge. Yeah. That is huge. I, and you it's, know. It's, 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 it's a very novel approach. It's certainly um, a big benefit to our customer because they get to keep that investment in those existing field controllers, which are, yeah, it's a pretty hefty piece of the investment. It is. It is. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's would be cost prohibitive if they had to go out and replace it all. Yeah, they're crawling into floor spaces and, yeah. yeah. So, so this is a simple switch. They change out a network controller box, install the new software, and they're ready to go. Excellent. Now, obviously, you know, this this has to be one of the, the holy grails of, you know, in, in looking at the literature because the optimization package, you know, that's so key. It seems like it's it has a lot of intelligence built into it. So what, what sorts of things can it can it do? We've spent a lot of time in the development and looking at our existing product lines and trying to take the best out of each one. Um, one of the things that we really focused heavily on was developing smarter engineering strategies and putting more intelligence in. We have um, devices that we call smart widgets, for example. Okay. A smart widget is a prepackaged bit of code that enables automatically the integration with another type of device, a power meter, for example. So, so I no longer have to have an engineer who is super, super skilled in doing Modbus or complicated programming to integrate his equipment. I have a smart widget. I can just drag it onto my screen, connect my points, and voila, I'm integrated. So I'm good to go. So that was a very big, big investment for us in the engineering strategies. It also has, from a customer's perspective, um, analytics that are built into the system that allow that customer to more easily identify where he has um, areas in his building that he can go optimize his energy. So drag and drop trending. I can just take a building that would be sitting over here on my left-hand side, drag the energy trends out of that, get another building, drag it, and immediately identify. Now, obviously, one of the one of the bigger things that that at least I see uh, uh, engineers wanting, uh, you know, if you if you look at uh, different uh, uh, facility managers wanting, they're wanting dashboards, something that are easier to look at, something that's that's clearly understandable, and that's something that that I've, I've found out in the field that. When you talk to other manufacturers, isn't such an easy thing? They're they're getting there, but I mean, you know, clearly that's that's something that uh, that that your solution is, is is shooting for. It is. We actually provide standard with smart structure some very easy dashboard um, tools. I'd be happy to show them to you, but hard to show your audience. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but we have some that we provide, and in addition, you can customize the dashboard for customers. And we provided all of the graphics to build those dashboards fairly quickly. You can build one 
one that's specific to a customer's facility based on their campus maps in a matter of moments. So this is something that you don't necessarily have to be a, a programmer of your system. You know, once you kind of do a little preliminary training of the, the building staff, they could actually set up trends or look at dashboards. If they wanted to change it, it would be easy to do. It's not a reprogramming of the system. Correct. And we, one of the things that we're, I would say, very proud of with Smart Structure is the graphics um, capability itself. It's a, it's a um, TGML graphics, and so you can actually drill down into a component, blow it up. It doesn't lose resolution. It stays crisp and clear as you drill down. So for a customer, you know, a facility manager who's trying to look at maybe a small area on a screen, he can blow it up and he loses no resolution and has much better insight. It's very user-friendly. So the user experience within the system is very crisp. Now, is this this is something that's 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 based on the? Uh, uh, oh, it's a web-based platform. Is that? Am I correct in saying it, that? It's got web services built into it. Okay. The the heart of our uh, system is the automation server, which is a web server embedded into the box, and so a customer doesn't even have to install the PC software. They can, using the automation server and the IP address, go straight in and manage and control all of the equipment. And from the web, they'll see the same interface that they would as if they were working off of their PC desktop. Now, okay, so what if somebody has brand X and they they see the system, they really like it, what do do they do? I mean, you know, is it something that, that... they can just easily integrate or retrofit into their system, or is it a more... Tricky question. So it's going to depend on Brand X, but the majority of the building industry supports two or three open standards today. Mm -hmm. LAN, BACnet, Modbus, and the emerging standard of web services. Okay. So within Smart Structure, we support all of those in the same box. You don't even have to order a different model for each of those protocols. It's all built into the same box. So, what, so we usually, using one of those open standards, we can still help that customer salvage some investment in their field controllers. Now, a, a lot of times when, when you know, a, a, another, uh, when you talk about overlay solutions, typically what you'd have is you'd have a building automation system, then you'd have a, uh, what they refer to as a JACE or kind of a, a connection point, and then they, they could, they could you know, integrate into that. Is that something sim- that similar that would have to happen? You, you, you could describe it. It would be similar. So the JACE is, um, in your example, comes from the Tritium uh, line. But similar in, in style and architecture, if you will, maybe to the automation server. Um, the difference, I believe, that we have is that we've built everything into the single box so that you have the ability to have both lawn and backnet simultaneously. Okay. So so I could have a field controller line that is a lawn-based system. I could have another one that maybe came from another competitor that's backnet. And I should be able to integrate all of those back up if they've been engineered to true open standards. Okay, so you might have to do some work, but essentially you could do it without a JACE is what you're saying. Correct, correct. Okay. We would use our automation server. And, uh, again, a lot of it does depend on the technology of the competitive system. And, you know, there are open standards and there are open standards. And just making sure that they're engineered properly to the true open standard and we would not have an issue. Right. Now, getting back to the, the analytics of, of, of the whole thing, you know, how, how deep does that go? I mean, is there like, you know, 
predictive failure, like you know, if your if your KW is you know KW per ton is increasing, you know, is, is that something that they can you know you can flag at a certain level if you know that you want to you know if, if your if your coils might be fouling up or you know something like that. I mean, is that you could you could do that within the system. You would have to make sure that ahead of time you know what you want and what the data is that you're looking for, and you could develop the programming and the algorithms for that type of an analytics basis. Um, however, we have other offers that come in and can work harmoniously with this that do much more advanced analytics. So if you're looking for somebody who's really, really, that's what their focus is, is on the analytics, I'd probably recommend that they look at our analytics package that sits on top. And it works seamlessly with the system. So it depends on the level of the person right. that, that, and what their role is. Right. We have um, we have a lot of people, data centers, for example, where you have a facility manager who manages that data center, and he has somebody on his staff who's really, really focused on working with the power meters and the electrical devices. That We can do all of that in smart structure, but because of the role of that person, he's going to probably be more suitable to use something like our power operation or one of our other software systems to look at those devices. Okay. So we, we want to make sure that we're matching the role with the function with the solution. All right. Now, you know, as, as far as the... Uh, as far as the data goes, you know, obviously, you know, when you look at trending, when you look at some of the, the different systems that are out yep, there, yep, yep. are you able to, uh, you know, download, you know, the data and keep it, you know, a archived copy of, yep, yep. of everything? Extensive archiving capability, very, very reliable. Um, you can keep histories, you know, from eons back. Um, we have drag and drop trending. It can be managed locally within the automation server. It can be saved off onto data servers and data farms are protected. If you have regulatory requirements, a lot of times that's a kind of a need. Okay. Now, not that I know that anybody does this, but I'll, I'll ask this question anyway. As far as it being able to kind of be interoperable with some of the uh, the CMMS systems of of building operators, you know, generating tickets, you know, something goes wrong, there's a there's a trouble call, you know, sending out an alert. Is the, is there a way that it integrates right now? I don't, like I said, I don't know if anybody does, but I just thought I'd ask the question that you now, know, there's Schneider, a lot of Schneider's got a long history in integration. Our Andover Continuum platform is famous for its integration capabilities. We've leveraged a lot of that knowledge and investment and embedded that into smart structure. Again, almost all of these um, some sort uh, kind of what I'm going to call specialty systems in a building all communicate either LAN, BACnet, Modbus, or web services. And web services is the is the way of the future. It's where all of the industry is going. It's a common language. And within Schneider, we've adopted web services and embraced it and actually have... Um, enhanced it, we have a Schneider version that we call EcoStructure Web Services okay. that allows us even stronger and tighter communication connectivity within other Schneider systems. And that EcoStructure Web Services is something that we make available to our partner providers that are third party. Okay. So we can work with them to embed web services within their protocols, and we've done that several times, and we have a history of that. Okay. Now, I guess, you know, how does, how does this, I know that you have other modules that you can interface with. I've come across the uh, the phrase what, capex and opex. opex. Mm -hmm. We love capex and opex. 
<laughs> so, because we're all about saving CapEx and OpEx. Yes. So what is CapEx and OpEx? Somebody uh, well, CapEx would be capital expenditures. Okay. So generally speaking, CapEx is going to be the budget that a, that a company would set aside for a significant investment, a retrofit, maybe it's a new wing, possibly even a new building. OpEx is going to be the maintenance budget that they have set aside to manage that facility and be able to kind of take care of routine service calls, routine updates, and routine maintenance. One of the things with SmartStructure is that we were really focused on being able to try to help our customers optimize both CapEx and OpEx budgets. And an example of that would be because of the way we've developed our transitions from our existing product lines, we can help a customer phase their upgrades so they don't have to move that, that budget from OpEx to CapEx. Okay. So they can manage over a phased approach, a transition, not have any downtime in their existing system, and pay for it out of an OPEX budget. We'll work with them one-on-one to manage that. So when you have, now, I guess, obviously there's a, there's a lot of web services that are coming out that uh, center around uh, the, uh, uh, you know, energy services kind of, kind of group. You know, you, you do these energy service retrofits, and you trend them, you trace them. Obviously, you have a lot of data here. Is it is it something that it's kind of like, well, yeah, we already do that. You just have to kind of put in this module. I mean, as far as like being able to trend pre and post retrofit applications, we, we, we'd be able to. That would not be a problem. I mean, we'd be able to. If we're talking about a pre-retrofit, we would take the trending data out of their existing system. Right. We'd have to back that up and archive it. And depending upon the database that it was stored in, we may even be able to bring it straight into Smart Structure so that they'd have it, be able to compare both side by side. Okay, and a lot of that too has to do with wet, like weather normalization and can- calendarization. You know, these are some things that, that, that you can handle? We can. And one of the things, best things with web services is the ability to bring in weather data. So with web services in Smart Structure, I can bring in real-time weather data. I can use that to do predictive analytics. And perhaps um, I might want to impact the time that I start to heat my building next morning. And I can optimize that difference based on what the weather's doing outside. So if it's 40 degrees versus 80 degrees, I'm going to change the amount of time that I'm going to bring in that outside air temp to warm up my building. And I can do that using weather services and bring that data in and have it impact my control algorithms. Right, and I think I think that you know some people you know do that like an optimized start mm-hmm. for for their uh, for their systems, but I don't think any of them look at future weather data. And bringing that to plan farther down. Usually it's going to be a 24-hour window because, you know, weather forecasting is weather forecasting. (laughs) So so usually at a 24-hour window is the most you're going to go for an optimization strategy like that. Okay, so you have systems here. They're complex. You know, they're, they're, I guess, easy to implement. There's a lot to them. We'll just say that. Smart structure is all about simplification, though. Okay. So that was a major focus. We, we had some earlier terms around push-button engineering. It's all about simplification of what is actually a complex system. Okay. Ultimately, that the knowledge of how to do that has to come down from somewhere. So I guess my question is, you know, with Schneider Electric, what, what kind of training opportunities for engineers who want to learn more about 
about you know how to implement it or building owners who are thinking about implementing it or contractors that want to say hey you know what these are some of one of the things that I want to be able to start offering and you know in different we projects a, yeah. we have a full roster of training available um, significant investment was made on training when we were developing the platform to make sure that our training teams were as competent on this line as they were on any of their other lines. Um, we have training classes that are available for our partner system integrators that talk them through, and we actually have a certification program available where they can take a test and be smart structure certified. And we also have offers that obviously not to that level, but are available for our end-user customers, the people who are actually operating the system within their facilities, to come in and work with them and make sure that they understand how to manage their routine tasks. Now, let me ask you this. Since you have you know, all, the, all the different modules that you have that you put together, you've packed a lot in there. How does that impact cost compared to other systems that people I, might offer? I, I, I believe that we are extremely competitive. On the, on the industry. I know that obviously we looked at the where we stood price-wise in our offer against our existing offers and we ensured that we stayed competitive. And when you consider the amount of intelligence that's now been built in, I think it's actually a value. Okay. Excellent. Um, now, as far as uh, uh, you know, possibly doing you know, video demonstrations, is that you know, it walkthroughs and things like that? Are those? Can you schedule those? Or they're widely available. We actually have provided um, a free demo database that can be downloaded that people are available to play with on their own. Doesn't require any of the hardware. We also have a. Uh, five-minute tour. It's a video tour that walks somebody through. It's available. We're actually showing it um, when we're not using it here. We're showing it on this station as well as the station next door. Is that what's on the web? It is. It is. Okay. And so you'll receive a copy of it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So if it's on the web, we'll, we'll get it in the you'll show notes. You yeah. You don't have to worry about that. Um, what's the best place to uh, to learn about, about this? SchneiderElectric.com. Okay. Of course. Is that the right answer? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know what, Kathleen, I appreciate you. Any anything else that, that you want to you want to touch on before we uh, before we wrap up here? Uh, the only thing that I'd like to just reemphasize mm-hmm. is the Schneider vision with the EcoStructure architecture. So even beyond the building management domain, is is understanding at a high level where Schneider is going with EcoStructure. It's it's going to transform the way we do our business. It's talking about looking at a at a facility holistically, and it's something that I mean I'm very excited to be a part of. Yeah, it sounds like a great system. Well, I appreciate the time, Kathleen, and uh, thank you. Thanks for having. Thanks for talking with me. All right, and we are back. Thanks again to Kathleen Hemming for taking the time out of her busy schedule. I know that she had a lot of things to do, but I appreciate her taking the time and kind of describing exactly what this smart structure and how it fits into the the, the whole ecosystem that they've developed there, uh, the structure ecosystem at Schneider Electric. You know, I, I think this is a a great play in the controls market uh, for Schneider Electric. I mean, obviously, you know, they, they have Andover and, and uh, different systems like that, but realistically trying to t- trying to just get a jump on the competition this has kind of really changed the game at least in my in my opinion because you know each project that i get involved in there's always this strive to you know to create these dashboards and 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 when i say dashboards really really what i mean is 
you know, there are technical people uh, from the building management side. And there are people who are maybe not so technical. Maybe they're more management, but they like to be able to keep you know higher level. Even the technical people, just you know, they don't want always want to be bogged down into the minutia of things. You know, they know how to get down uh, and uh, really find out what's wrong. But they, at the same in the same regard, they don't want to spend a lot of time uh, trying to check over the system. They'd like to be able to have this this dashboard, this kind of this snapshot of how the system's doing you know are they are they wasting energy are they doing okay uh is there something that's that's wrong with the system uh you know so just some quick flags to go and make sure that that everything is you know within spec and everybody is uh being comfortable uh in the building so that's really what the the dashboard is it's 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 no more than just kind of a visual way to digest the information rather than having to go in uh, to some of the uh, other custom graphics that uh, can, you know controls contractors and, and control systems usually have you know I mean they've gone away from the the just you know lines of code and just kind of you know uh, a bunch of uh, uh, words on the screen so to speak and they've got more graphical but this is really the the first time where I've seen this, you know, this dashboard be integrated. A lot of times what you'll have is you'll have a very robust system of the controls and you will ask for a dashboard or you'll ask for something that, that you know, monitors the system. I mean, when you're talking measurement and verification, when you're talking about, okay, if we're going to institute a, uh, an ECM, an uh, energy conservation measure, we want to be able to do a, a pre- and post-mortem on this to make sure that it's actually doing what it says it's doing. Well, always in the past, it's always been, you know, the purview of, of whatever expert that the owner brought in to kind of give them that pre and post. But now that they can, they can actually use their own system, it's already integrated in there. And I think that's kind of, you know, the, the game changer, the paradigm shifter, where everything is in the owner's hands. They, you know, if somebody wants to go in there and, and use that, they can. Uh, so they don't have to have necessarily have special software, but they can kind of enable the the owner to be able to watch that on a continuous basis if they want. You know, they don't necessarily have to, but it, at least it gives them the capability. But I think that's that's really uh, uh, one thing that that uh, I think is really great about this. So, other than that, I think you know it was it was really incredible um, that the system really. You know, from soup to nuts was very a, a, a complete solution. You know, it had great graphics. You could you could integrate it into the uh, uh, C uh, CMMS, which is the uh, the management system, the uh, uh, the management system for the for the building operators. You know, it tells you about work orders and things like that. So it able enables them to kind of get integrated. And again, you know, once you get this, I, I think I talked a little bit about. You know, when we're talking about BIM, I mean, this is the information that they're trying to kind of, you know, coalesce in this one location instead of having, you know, a piece of software for this, another piece of software for that. This overlays this other piece of software, and it becomes this kind of this jumbled mess. But this really provides a simple solution for the entire package. So, you know, good luck to Kathleen and, uh, you know... Uh, uh, good for Schneider Electric for developing something and coming to market with something that uh, you know seems so powerful. So, uh, other than that, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, each and every one of you. If you like the episode, pass it on. I'd like to be able to you know grow the listenership. 
Uh, so don't be stingy with these episodes. Tell you, tell a friend, tell a couple, um, pass it on. And uh, if not, you know, I always uh, if you're in uh, into iTunes, go to iTunes and and leave me a comment. That'd be greatly appreciated. So I think that's that's really uh, that's really what you can uh, what you can do to help out the show and really trying to uh, trying to grow the market because the more things that uh, the more people who listen, the better things that I can do. Um, trying to make it as 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 great as possible. But I have other future aspirations for the show as well. If you want to reach me by email, comments, feedback, show suggestions, that would be Matt at buildingx.co. Twitter is at buildingx. LinkedIn, Matt Nelson, PE. Connect with me there. I'd like to connect. I love to connect with my audience. And also, if you want the newsletter, go to buildingx.co and sign up for it there. I'd love to be able to share information. That's usually where I put the behind-the-scenes kind of kind of thoughts and feelings uh, on the show. So if you want to get that, uh, do that. And I also I, uh, a couple of uh, interesting tidbits I always like to drop in there uh, that uh, you might be interested in. All right, well, that does it for another week of HVAC 360. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, remember, know what you build and share what you know. 